Hello, I'm Darren Heath, and I'd like to introduce Caroline Stockman, Chief Executive of the Association of Corporate Treasurers. Our next Strategic Insights podcast focuses on how to communicate with different audiences. Thanks again, Darren. I talk elsewhere about how we interact with others, either one-to-one or in a larger audience, and how the latter can be more of a challenge, given the potential for so many different interpretations of what you're saying going on at the same time. Today, I'd like to explore that a little more and get us thinking about the different types of people with whom we might be communicating. When we spoke about the ladder of inference, we understood why people make swift judgments, sometimes unfair to the other party. And here there's a lot of relevance. Members of our theoretical audience are all forming swift judgments about us even before we speak. They're also often not in the present, worrying about what they need to do later or dwelling on something from the past, and therefore are not really listening to us. They can only concentrate for about seven minutes at a time, and we need to take all these factors into account when planning our presentation. One of the theories about how people learn or take things in talks about kinetic versus oral versus visual. You can test this out by asking a group of people to focus on the room they're in and perhaps close their eyes and think about what they remember about it. Then ask them what that is. Some people will describe what they saw, some people will reference the noisy air conditioning, and others will talk about whether it's hot or cold, etc. When trying to communicate ideas to others, we can use this knowledge. Assuming members of our audience have differing learning preferences, as described, we can build in a bit of all to our presentation. So we can use visuals to great effect, we can use our voice, or indeed videos including sound and music, or get the audience doing something physical to get them involved. More of a focus for me during my career, and especially when preparing for presentations or important interactions with others, has been to learn about different personality types. There's a plethora of choice, and I've been trained at various times in models such as Belbin personality types, StrengthsFinder, Myers-Briggs personality types, DISC, Hogan, etc. The principle's very simple. If we try to understand how we are, what our behavioural preferences are, and how they differ from those of others, then we can better assess how to communicate more effectively, especially with those people very different from ourselves. We can start to consider how to say things in different ways from our usual approach. Let's take Myers-Briggs, for instance. If we're aware that some people will be, as Myers-Briggs defined it, thinkers, and others feelers, we may wish to complement a part of our presentation which focuses on logic and numbers, for instance, with commentary on the more human aspects of the subject and how it has broader people-centred implications. Or when thinking about the P, perception, and the J, judging, of the definitions in simple terms, one being more interested in process than the other in results, we might want to pair a detailed explanation of a process with the resulting benefits. This would appeal to the two different trait types mentioned. On a different level, To appeal to Jays, we might give them some things they can immediately implement, from which they'll derive satisfaction. And with the Ps, we might focus on the models and theories which they can apply to a variety of situations in terms of process. And indeed, for these people, who like the experience of being in the moment, we'd want to make things meaningful as we deliver. For the Jays, a certificate at the end might be appealing. It's hard to try to please everyone, of course but the trap we can often fall into is to only go by our own preferences, and we do need to know our audience as a group as well as we can. By this I mean we mustn't forget that in some circumstances the people drawn together for a presentation on a particular subject may have very similar personality traits. Whilst under normal circumstances we can't put them all through a test to check, 
we can use our experience and intuition to draw some conclusions, which will help us to focus our own style of delivery appropriately. But I believe it's wise to always assume that there are those who think very differently in the audience and to go some way to cover that in your preparation. It's also helpful to try to keep tabs on how things are evolving and how different age groups are receiving and interpreting inputs. What might have worked in the boardroom a few years back, or even now, won't necessarily work with a new intake of graduate trainees. Also, understanding changes in language, in particular what's deemed inclusive, is really important. As I mentioned elsewhere, I'm taken aback again and again by the inappropriateness of language used by those who should know better. And I know I've fallen foul of this myself, I'm sure. But as with everything in life, if we learn something new and apply it, and if we're thoughtful and just do a few things better than we did them before, that's already an improvement and brings positive results and ultimately lasting change. We can't expect to do everything perfectly. And indeed, what is perfect after all, given we all see and experience things so differently? It's the small increments and attempts to do things in a better, more inclusive way which will make lasting change in the end. Evolution as opposed to revolution. So next time you're presenting to an audience, think about how you might reach more of the people there and test something different out, even if it's a small change to your usual style. And await the feedback. Thanks once again, Caroline. Next week, the theme of communications continues and you're going to talk about creating your own personal communication strategy, which is an intriguing thought. Looking forward to it. Till then, goodbye from us. And thank you for listening.